I know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios. I used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted, salted, wonderful pistachios in the cart when I was grocery shopping growing up. And I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors. And I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your host, Stanley. Stop breathing into the microphone. You're very cute. <laughs> Hi. If you want to be on camera, you got to face the camera. Thank you. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine. And Caroline. And Stanley was here, but he just left, which is all Dang upsetting. It. But not really, because he, um, for five minutes, just breathed into my microphone and proceeded to sit right in front of me and, and block me, which is really kind of him. Stanley's our dog, <laughs> and what he does when we're recording at home, and he's allowed into the room is he'll sit here for about five minutes and then he'll get fed up and then he'll whine at the door and bark to be let out because he doesn't want to be in here anymore today i want to talk about language not necessarily in the sense of like languages and learning different languages but just the concept of language and being words. intentional about what words you use what phrases you use what you speak out into existence. Even in, like, the little... We're talking about, like, the little, little details. Yeah. I don't think we focus on or... It's funny to say talk about because it's literally talking. But I don't think we talk enough about language and how much the vocabulary that we have, the things that we say, the way that we speak really makes a difference in our lives and is so powerful in our lives. One, in the way that we connect with other people and communicate with other people in the way that it just controls our lives for something that is literally like what we all do and what we do 24 7 like we're always speaking we're always writing we're always having dialogue in whatever our native language is it's like a constant 24 7 thing in our lives but we don't really talk about the power of it that much so i think it's something interesting to dive into what you say out loud is what's floating around in your head because obviously before you say something it's in your head whether or not you're like thinking about it or like thinking before you speak or not it comes from your head so being intentional about the words you use before you say them maybe at first it's like it takes effort to be intentional about the words you use but over time like anything you're gonna start to just like think in that manner and it may be a shift from positive speech to or negative speech to positive speech or it may just be an elevation of your speech and both are like huge hugely impactful things i think that's actually very true because 
speaking just comes so naturally like it's so second nature that we usually don't think before we speak but we all have different phrases that we say we all have different ways that we speak whether it's like the speed that you speak at or the tone of voice that you usually use but you know how sometimes you will like fixate on certain words and stuff and you just start saying them without even thinking about them it's that's almost the way that you can train yourself to like say certain things or widen your vocabulary or whatever it is that you want to do because you take them on like habits so often even like swearing or not swearing like i'll have phases in my life yeah but i swear swear i swear but it doesn't it's not like i'm not like swearing it's just a word that i'm using exactly but it'll either be like a word that i'm using or a word that i'm not and i go in and out of waves with it it's like a habit or not i say so like my favorite phrase obviously is rise motherfucking shine but Mm. First off, to type the word motherfucking is really aggressive, um, <laughs> because in my mind it's not like motherfucking. motherfucking. It's just like a silly little, a silly little like flavor added to the sentence. So mm-hmm. when I type it every morning, clock in like rise and mf shine. But clock obviously, in. obviously I'm reading it as rise and motherfucking shine. And so we were when we were in LA a few weeks ago. Every morning, every morning I'd be up in the kitchen because I was working East Coast hours, so six a.m. clock in into the kitchen, and then people would like come upstairs as they do, rise and motherfucking shine. It was like a it was like a clock in moment. I kind of loved it. It's like wow, we're really making an impact here. We're really. Making and then an this impact. morning, so I wake up, I go down to the kitchen. We're like at home, my parents' house right now. I make some toast. It's the morning. I'm hungry. Gotta go to the gym. This like bread that my mom got from Trader Joe's. It was like seeded bread. It's so good. So like, you know what? I want that right now. I take two pieces of toast and put it in the toaster. Um, my dad goes, rise and motherfucking eat a loaf of bread, I guess. <laughs> I was like, what in the world? For so many reasons. One, it's two pieces of toast. That's like the the serving size of toast for right. me. It's um, no loaf. It's no, it's no <laughs> loaf. It's no but, loaf of bread. And believe me, I could do perhaps I could, a loaf. If, if given the opportunity, I'm sure I could. Like, I could. If I'm someone sure said, I, could you eat a loaf of bread or not? Could. Yeah, I'm sure. Toast it with like... What do I even like on a piece of toast? Not you can't if you're eating a whole loaf, like you can't you can't be like like seventeen pieces of avocado toast. It would have to no, be like yeah, yeah. you would just kinda I like need like one strawberry mashed on top. Pesto it or pesto. I don't know, I'm just thinking. Pesto like, bread. Look, I'm just thinking, kind of okay, butter it. Butter it. Jam it. Jam. But then mm. I was thinking then you would get the like sugar brain. That would add headache. To it, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. We'll have to dissect so. this further. Adelaide. Anyway, Sorry. so using language intentionally to shape one. What I mean by like before, think before you speak. Obviously, we're not thinking before we speak. Every time you open your mouth, mm-hmm. like you open your mouth a million times a day, you're not thinking the sentence entirely before you say it. You may do that sometimes if you're with a new person or it's like a, an an important sentence that you're saying. You may say the whole thing in your head. And, like, approve it before it comes out of your mouth, even if it's really quickly. But for the most part, you're thinking as you're speaking. It's still coming through your brain and filtering through your brain Mm -hmm. and coming out of your mouth. Like, it goes through your brain first before it comes out of your mouth, obviously, even if you're not realizing. So, the first step in, like, changing your language is being intentional about it. So, maybe you are, are talking slower or you are running through sentences in your head or, like, being intentional, like, oh, I want to use the word delicious right now to describe this motherfucking loaf of bread. <laughs> so I'm going to use the word, you know what I mean? So I'm going to yeah. use that word in a sentence and, like, reverse, reverse speak right there. 
But then as you get more comfortable doing that, it's going to just be the way your brain works and operates before it comes out of your mouth. And then you're going to be to that point again where you're not thinking before you're speaking, you're thinking as you're speaking, it's just going to be of that caliber and Mm. more intentional. Just that's how you operate. So why language is so important? Number one, because words are the number one way that we communicate with each other. Obviously, we have body language, facial expressions, whatnot. Yep, please stand one more. Physical touch, perhaps? Like I feel a like hug? that'd be body language. That's not Bo- Yeah, okay. So not that much more. That'd be, that not... would fall into the like body language. Okay, probably. I feel like I body know. language and facial expressions are like other ways that we can communicate things. Sign language a little bit, like hands, but that's also... I feel like that would fall into language language because there's no difference, like it's words. Truth. So words are the number one and very much primary because I had a hard time thinking of many alternative options, ways that we communicate with each other. Source, trust me. (laughs) Source, because I said so. And that's super interesting because that means a lot of things. That means that words can very easily connect people and communities it can very easily disconnect people and communities whether that's like a difference in ideas a misunderstanding of something that you said or just some words are very powerful and like have the power with just the word or the phrase themselves to connect or disconnect almost immediately it also means that what you say and the way that you speak is a very direct representation of you like that is one of the only reflections of you that a lot of people get is the words that you say assuming because I think most people assume that people mean what they say right the words that you say are like a very direct representation of your values and your beliefs and then also like your character and your mannerisms mm-hmm. and so it means a lot and we don't really think about it that much because it kind of is on autopilot and it's very second nature the way that we speak but which is why it is a representation of your character exactly and like your personality and who you are and what your intentions are with something but because it's quite natural another reason that it's so important is because what you say truly becomes your life we're constantly manifesting our lives based on what we think and based on what we say and so the language that we use to describe our own lives to describe our own selves to describe what we're capable of what we deserve that becomes our reality because that's what we're manifesting like that becomes your beliefs the manifestation of your life the rules that you create for yourself your thought patterns that's all derived from the language that you speak either out loud or even just the ongoing thoughts in your head because that's kind of language too i don't know about you but i i got words running in my head all all the time all the time Nonstop. It is interesting that, like, think of a time when you've been confident or super secure in the fact that you're going to do something well or succeed. Your language automatically is going to be super positive. If you're talking to someone about, like, a project you have going on or something you're going to try or, like, a competition or whatever it is, and you're super confident, or if you're just excited for, like, a social event and you're super confident that it's going to go well your language is going to be, like, very positive. You're going to naturally use words that are more exciting, Mm -hmm. like using the word great instead of good. Mm -hmm. Or incredible or incredible or fantastic. Like, you're going to use words that are more exciting, more positive, carry more charge to them than just good. Mm -hmm. I like how you put that, carry more charge. But on 
the other side is when you're going into a social setting or you have a project or a competition or an event or whatever it may be that you're like not super confident about, your language is going to be neutral or negative. Either harshly, you're just going to say negative things, like it's not going to go well, or your language is just going to be like struggling to, to be exciting. So you will use words like good or okay or just like boring and kind of kind of negative words not that the word good is negative but it carries very charged it carries less excitement Mm -hmm. with it but that's just how it how it happens so in those times if you like want to be more confident you can be intentional about if you find yourself using boring ass language like okay you're good you can force yourself to use words like incredible or great or ecstatic and even if it sounds silly like you it'll probably put you in a tiny tiny bit more of a positive energy or positive direction i really like that you said charge because i think using words with a more positive charge will make you feel more positive and energize you using words with a more negative charge makes you feel more negative and then you have all these words that are just kind of neutral and monotone like it actually directly affects how you feel when we're talking about how language manifests your life using those words that are more positively charged like oh my god that's incredible this is amazing look at this awesome thing we did versus good or whatever that puts you in a much more positively charged headspace raises your vibrations a bit if we're talking about manifesting and like do you see how that would then have that impact on your life like that's such a small little change just thinking about the language that you use, that actually has such an impact on your life versus also if you're using more negatively charged words, that literally puts your energy in a lower, more negative category and then those are the things that you're Mm -hmm. manifesting too. Do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip, maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages, maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Carolyn and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer, listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly. And the best thing about Rosetta Stone is that Rosetta Stone offers a lifetime membership. So you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons, all the languages, forever. So I've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my Mandarin and let me tell you Rosetta Stone is incredible. The way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my Mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive. You learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. 
The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything, car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this Ambition Card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the Ambition Card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The Ambition Card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. You can also use specific words, not just synonyms, um, because like good versus great example would be synonyms, but you can use words intentionally to shape a situation. So one of my favorite examples is like, it's really easy to start saying sorry mm-hmm. a lot. Like, oh, not even in the, like, sorry, I'm late, but you bump into someone or you, like, both reach for the door and you're like, oh, sorry. What What do you have to apologize mm-hmm. for? You, like, just, oops, you both reach for the door. Like, reset, someone grabs it, move on. Like, that's, it's so easy for the word sorry to just slip out and that is such a negatively charged word. Mm-hmm. Not negative, but it, like, one, it's, it's a low cre- vibration. It, it's a low vibrational word or, like, creates an issue where there isn't one a little bit like reaching for the door at the same time as someone that's not an issue that's not a problem it's just like you both happen to be there at the same time there's no reason to apologize on either end Mm -hmm. so you saying the word sorry is just like a even if it's like the tiniest little thing it's like a little slap in the face yeah or just like a little negative thing so you don't need to be saying sorry that or like a great example of this is if you're late, being like, oh, sorry, I'm late. Obviously, it's going to slip out. Yeah. And maybe maybe you were late. Maybe there's something to apologize for. You could instead say, like, thank you for your patience. Yeah. It says the same thing because when you say, sorry, I'm late, what you really mean to say is, like, I apologize. I appreciate you waiting. Yeah. So saying, like, oh, thank you for your patience. Thank you for waiting. Blah blah blah. You can even say like thank you for waiting. Traffic was crazy. Like you could say something like that instead of being like sorry I'm late. Traffic was crazy. Thank you for waiting. Traffic's crazy. That not only like takes blame out of the equation and takes the negative energy off of you, but it puts a lot of positive energy on the other person. So not only have you taken the negative to neutral, but you've taken the neutral to a positive, and like that's it's crazy. It's exactly where you want to be. That's one way that I've actually put that in practice. I don't think I'm perfect at, like, not saying sorry anytime in those situations where, like, sorry isn't really necessary or do. I also think that if we're talking about a legitimate apology... That's a different story. But I also think that when we're talking about a legitimate apology, it usually requires much more than you saying just sorry. Like, I even think in an actual apology standpoint, like... I saw a TikTok recently of a mom talking to her daughter and explaining, we're not saying sorry to say, I feel bad that that happened. We're saying sorry to say that won't happen again, but then you have to follow it up with more positive actions and stuff. So I also just think that a sorry on its own doesn't mean all that much because it's saying, I feel bad about this. You should usually follow that up with like an intentional like, I will not do that again, and then, like, follow that up with action. So I even think that sorry in its legitimate scenario is not even Also, that using the word sorry doesn't really say, doesn't say much. If someone did something that they need to apologize for and all they say is sorry, like, that says nothing. Right. Right? Like, right. you have to use other words. But 
in an apology or in so say you're in like a confrontation or like a heated discussion or like an important discussion with someone you're naturally going to be so intentional and so aware of your word choice because it is important obviously in your day-to-day life in a social setting you're not going to be as hyper focused because that's when you're comfortable enough to think as you speak Mm -hmm. but your word choice is still important and always will be in whatever context you're in so it is important to like train yourself to use words intentionally and of course it'll become second nature to just swap out the synonyms good to great and now you're positive or or not say sorry when when you don't need to or like use those extra words or like shape situations in that sense i so naturally now when it comes to that late scenario like if i'm late with a group of friends like oh thank you guys so much for waiting but also in emails like if i'm late on a work email i will not say sorry i'm late because i think that that is like offering a bad impression of yourself on the other end i would say i really appreciate your patience here and then i try to do a really good delivery of whatever it is you know instead of being like sorry this is late like hey i appreciate your patience and then offer a good response or work or whatever because things like that like obviously you see or you so say you get an email and then for the next five days you haven't responded but you're, like, thinking about the fact that you have to respond, and then you're, like, oh, my God, it's late, and then you're, like, oh, it keeps getting later because I'm, like, I, how am I going to save myself from being late? The other person doesn't, they didn't send the email for the most part and, like, wait for your response Mm -hmm. every single day. If they did, they would send you a follow-up email, right? So, that can be applied to, like, literally any situation, but other people aren't thinking through situations wondering how they can bash you. Well, you think through situations that may have a slight negative effect on you and you're thinking of all the ways that you can bash yourself for it Mm, and so then when you open with that sort of language choice you're training them to think about you that way it brings it down when if they did okay and if they didn't you just told them to think about you in a negative light it's almost like and it's a little bit different of a scenario but when like, your mom growing up says, kill them with kindness. I don't know. My mom used to always say that, and it's a Selena Gomez song. Did she? I feel like that's a very typical phrase, and I'm, I'm, I know that she did. But you don't give people the negative energy or language or anything to fuel anything, even if they have a negative thought of you or a negative connotation. The kill them with kindness is, like, you just keep showing up with the positive actions and language and stuff. Like, you kind of have the choice of what you bring to the table, mm-hmm. whether that is in your communications with other people or just how you think to yourself or how you show up. Other simple things, because I think the not saying sorry is a really good example of how a small shift in language can be super powerful. I think that there are some very simple words like that that carry so much power to them. I think the most basic ones are please and thank you. When you're asking something of somebody, saying please, Mm -hmm. because for anybody to do anything for somebody else, like, is out of their way. That's not in their natural progression. It shows your appreciation it shows your acknowledgement that somebody is doing something out of their way for you to say please. Even if it's like a waiter and that's their job. Like, hey, can I please have a water? So, so simple, but it just shows your respect and your acknowledgement for that person doing something for you. Also, thank you. So simple, but shows that uh-huh. appreciation. So I think those are two that like Even so thank much you weight. in the sense of like a compliment. I used to be so bad at taking compliments because I like didn't know how to act. And now I just say thank you. Thank you. And it takes the, it takes it off of, one, it, like, shows appreciation for them. Like, that's a positive, they just gave you a positive. Now you just gave them a positive. And also it takes the focus off of you and, like, back to, back to the center. So then you can, like, actively, mm-hmm. actively move on. But I think thank you is a huge one. Also using words like we, like, being intentional about the word we 
in a positive way. One, I always, obviously, like, we're twins. Most of the time, we're together. Most of the time, or, like, a lot of the time, we're talking about, if we're in a conversation with someone and talking and they ask they ask a question, the answer is most likely, like, we. Yeah, I mean, so, if we're talking about an, an experience of But it ones. happens, like, being a twin, obviously, like, no one is going to get this unless you're a twin. But I would be in with I would be alone talking to someone and I would use the word we and like constantly like it literally I can't I couldn't break I had never used the word I like describe myself because it was always we no this is like a huge thing I literally couldn't use the word I it felt so unnatural and so weird even though you're like in a setting where it's you're not um, you're not there like Carolyn wasn't there in these settings if someone was talking to me and then like using the word we and it was people who didn't even know I had a twin at that point I was like what like it, it used to happen all the time and huh. I couldn't break it and it was so annoying because I was like I'm sure physically I do it too without realizing it. physically that's like conditioning yourself further to be like oh you're you're not an independent mm. person but things like that or last night I was on FaceTime with one of my friends like trying to tell him how to cook chicken because I made it a couple weeks ago when it was good and he wanted to remake it. So like trying to cook it. And at first I was using the word, you should check the chicken now. And then it turned into like, oh, we should take the chicken off. Like, I'm not even there. I'm literally on the phone. I was like, we should put the mushrooms on now. Like, we should do this. We should do this. We should do this. And it made it so much better. Because at first it was like, oh, I'm I'm away from the situation. I'm telling, I'm telling you, what, you to what to do. I was like, I'd so much rather be there. And then I just, like, this was a fully intentional switch that I made. And I was like, started using the word we. And then it became so, not that it wasn't fun before, but it was, like, such a fun experience for me, even though I was on the phone. Yeah. I was like, we, 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 we. Like, we should <laughs> we, put the we, mushrooms we, we, we. in now. Like, we should, we should eat outside with, because, like, our other friends outside. And I was like, hey, I'm, like, literally on the phone, not even there at all. But using the word we intentionally yeah. is, like, community building. Or, no, or at work. Really like that. It makes people feel accepted if you can, like, Truly. include them in something. Or at work, if I'm, like, upset and don't want to be there, I will use the word, like, you or, like, the company. But if I'm having a good day and I'm part of the team, like, I will use the word we. Uh-huh. And I'm so intentional about it. But things like that. I don't know. There are other words. Obviously, you use your own specific words in your own life and, like, have, have your own classic words or most used, most impactful words and so it's gonna be different for everyone and we're using the word i we please thank you because they're the most basic that Mm -hmm. we know everyone is going to use but you can apply this to so many different situations in your life also addressing somebody by their name when somebody uses my name with me like i feel so much more included accepted i don't really Mm -hmm. know it just feels so much better than if somebody just speaks to you or speaks at you. For them to say your name and, like, acknowledge your name... Say my name, say my name. name is so name. nice. And also, like, in a group conversation when they're referring to you and you're in a group. Uh-huh. And someone's like, oh, she just did, like, oh, Caroline did that. Blah, blah, blah. Like, it's so different. It's such a small change, but it's it so It also, different. like, low-key makes you feel human. It, like, yeah. makes you feel like you exist if someone uses your name. Because you're like, oh, that's, that's ha- true. Like, you, you, other people perceive me. Like, I do exist. That's yeah. crazy. I don't... That's actually true. I don't think we use other people's names We do names not use other people's often, names enough. That, like, it just we're going and going like going with the flow and then you use someone's name and it's almost like this shock of a system yeah. or i'll like be so not actively using people's names that like even at work i will go to say like my manager's name and i'm like was that the right name like did i get that right <laughs> like truly 
And I'm like, I know I know your name, but right. I just don't, I haven't used it in a while. Mm-hmm. It's the weirdest thing. But I do like, one, using people's names because I know how it makes people feel. And two, like, when people use my name. Because that's also another thing. I'm like, I could walk up to someone that I have met 10 times before and like just assume that they don't know who i am mm. and so when somebody uses my name I'm like oh my like you you know who i like you know my name you know who i am it's crazy that's also just a me thing because i'm genuinely convinced that like people don't know who i am like i could see someone 10 seconds earlier and then like turn around bump into them again and just assume that they don't know who i am or like they forgot yeah. what i look like or like don't actually know and i'm like what that's so like someone needs to figure that out for me but it is nice to like know that people know who you are yeah. and that's why you should be intentional about using people's names. Make but it the natural. difference between bumping into someone and being like, hey, how are you? Versus like, oh my god, hey and Catherine, how are you? So different yeah. and so, so simple. It's crazy. I think the biggest changes, or the most powerful changes in your language are usually the smallest ones like that. It's not necessarily using the big words all the time. Like I think there's a lot of people who think that using all of the biggest words in the dictionary in the same sentence are the ones that are going to make what they're saying most powerful. Most of the time that just makes them look like an idiot because they're using the words wrong. And if you can use all the words right, more power to you. Usually they're no, not even necessary. When you're using, even, even when, when you're using, using the words right, right it's like, what are you doing? Do we have a functioning sense, conversation? You know? You're so, saying too many syllables right now. Like, I would just, you know. Right. So there's huge power in like having an expanded vocabulary and being smart about the language that you're using that's different than just being irritating but i think that the most powerful changes are those really small ones and the ones that we've described and i think it's so cool to think about because we usually don't think about those things they're such small little things another one of the most powerful things is you know when you're in a conversation with somebody and you may be in a group setting and someone's talking and you're listening to their story and then all of a sudden they get cut off and somebody else is talking and they were like mid-story they get cut off they probably think they're not going to come back to it and you turn to that person and you're like so what were you saying about that to be selfish right now i do that or if someone is in a group like because i know it it, when it happens to me like no one comes back and right or like if someone starts talking over me i know that no one is gonna pay attention continue Mm. to pay attention so when that happens to other people i'm so intentional about like i'm my eye contact it like locked and loaded it's not changing if we're in a group of like six people and one person's telling a story and i'm listening and four other people start talking about another story I don't care what they're talking about. Like, I will continue to listen to your story. Even if I do not care and want to listen to what the other four people are talking about, like, I will not move my eye contact from you. Like, I'm listening. I'm going to I'm gonna ride this ride to the end. Like, we're, we're finishing this story and you're not going to get your feelings hurt right now. Or if the conversation changes, like, I will make sure to, like, bring it back to the other person yeah. or be like, I'm still listening or ask a question to, like, re-engage the conversation. Yeah small thing but makes such a huge difference in how somebody feels whether they feel like they were just spoken over and nobody cares or whether they're like oh she was actually listening she asked me to finish that story huge difference that also comes with confidence too like i'm thinking about all of these and i'm thinking like four five years ago i probably wouldn't have done that because i would be in the same like oh i'm just here in this group like i'm not no one's no one wants me to be listening right type of thing so like i'm not going to continue so, but with confidence, you're more empowered to make that decision to be like, I'm still listening. Like, I'm still here. Like, I'm focused on you. I don't really care what else is going on. Like, I care about what you have to say right now. 
that comes with confidence. Using words intentionally come, not only does it come with confidence, but it like breeds confidence too. So like the more confident you are in yourself, the easier it's going to be to use words intentionally and like say, not say sorry. Mm-hmm. At the same time, like we're saying, it's so impactful in the reverse direction that when you pull up late and you're like, oh, thank you for waiting. So much power to you. Yes, it gives power back to them. Like it gives positivity back to them, but it also gives power back to you. Like we're right foot forward in that setting. Like it takes confidence to get comfortable with using words intentionally, but it also will boost your confidence and like boost your way of living way higher when you actually do take this into consideration. I read in a book, (laughs) it's been a long time since I've mentioned the book, The Mountain Is You, but I'm going to bring it back because one thing that I read in that book It was talking about all the different ways that we self-sabotage, but one of the ways that they said we self-sabotage is by judging other people. And that has really, really stuck to me, the concept that the judgments that we place on other people become the rules that we force ourselves to play by. Because the more that we're judging other people for something, we're saying, I can never be like that, I can never do that. Blah, 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 and it's just breeding negativity and rules in your own life. So trying to use less judgmental language towards how we speak about other people and how you think about other people and like yes we all love a little bit of gossip sometimes we all love a little bit of bashing people that we're frustrated with or we don't agree with sometimes like I'm not saying we all have to be perfect that's totally a part of life but trying to not as regularly use judgmental language towards other people just for the sake of being judgmental is super powerful not only in like those connections and relationships but also on yourself because All of those judgments and those words that you use towards other people become those rules that you have to play by yourself. Similarly, try to reflect confidence in the way that you speak. I think a lot of us are hardwired to be very self-deprecating in the way that we speak. We don't necessarily want to hype ourselves up or it feels a little bit uncomfortable to speak about ourselves with confidence. And that or, also comes or with just practice, the natural... I feel like we talk about ourselves so confidently now. Like, I would not often be Well, it's not, like, over... That's what I'm saying. It's, like, for when you're not confident, it's, like, you have to go... It's, like, almost going overboard in the other direction, like, self-deprecating yeah. jokes and all of that going overboard because it's almost like a hurt yourself before they hurt you or like make the joke before they make it about you type situation which is just so fucked up and not ever what someone wants to Mm -hmm. like be be a part of but as you become more confident it's not like cockiness or speaking about yourself or like going overboard or like being not humble it's just naturally the language you use is gonna come with confidence and confidence is not a negative thing as we've said so many times, our confidence is just like a foundational structure. Mm-hmm. And when you are confident, it's obviously going to come out in your language. And especially when you talk about yourself, not in the sense of when you talk about, open your mouth to talk about yourself, it's going to be like abundantly, I'm the best, I'm great. No, it's just going to be a lack of self-deprecating jokes. It's going to be like, even if it is you're talking about a negative thing, it's like, oh no, yeah, I'm, I made a mistake. I learned this. this like you're going to yeah, yeah, use yeah. that language rather than like, oh, I fucked up. I'm such a failure. Yeah. Because we've all been in situations where people are very self-deprecating, like, around some people who are just always self-deprecating in the way that they speak. Can you please shut up? And it makes you very uncomfortable, and it's very, very draining. And when I say that, there's a hugely distinct difference between somebody actually struggling with something and having a conversation about that and, like, Mm -hmm. acknowledging, like, hey, I'm, I'm really struggling with this and talking about their feelings, versus somebody who is just speaking about themselves in a self-deprecating manner no matter what. Like, you're getting ready to go out and it's just, oh, I look so bad, my hair is so gross, this outfit, I look so fat in this outfit, all this. Like, 
some people that's just like the way that they speak about themselves all the time it's and i'm not necessarily talking about when someone is like i'm really struggling yeah yeah. like i'm really struggling with this that's different but it's so so draining to be around people who speak like that and also to speak like that yourself because if someone is actually struggling with something or if it's like a real thing even if someone puts on a dress and they're like oh my god like i really don't like the way i look like i'm not like i'm sat cancel the plans like we're we're talking like you know what i mean i'm involved but if someone is sitting there is like oh i'm so fat like blah 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 like in an annoying way it's a constant thing and like they don't actually mean it but they mean it and they're saying it so blah blah blah. oh my god can we like it's so pointless it's so pointless it's just very energy draining for everyone involved but it's typically a lot easier to point out those negatives being than to be like I look so hot right now. I'm so excited to go out. Even though that's way more fun and that's way more energizing to say. But that is just another huge way that language changes our lives and is so powerful. The way that we speak about ourselves. The way that we speak about ourselves around other people as well. Whether you're being self-deprecating or whether you're reflecting confidence in the way that you talk about yourself. Huge difference and is again just another habit just another way that you can train yourself to speak just like in Catherine said so after you listen to this episode i hope that you one just like become more aware of how you're speaking and two try and implement some of these things and be more intentional about the way you're speaking and see how it affects you mm-hmm. how it how it impacts you and how it maybe is it probably hopefully is a change for good thank you guys so much for listening we appreciate you listening to every single episode and love hanging out with you guys every week if you want merch which is the perfect merch for the summer if i don't say so myself it's very beachy and bright and energizing that's linked below and you can also find more podcast content and more personal like literally in our lives content on <laughs> at girls schools pod tiktok instagram at katherine kaneen at karen kaneen also all linked below and we'll see you guys in the next episode bye, bye.